Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Hello everyone. Today I'm going to be sharing with you um, nine strategies to fill your yoga events, to attract people, to attract your community to your events. I launched my yoga business, Good Yoga Life, and in the early days I, I ran a lot of events. So lots of events. So sometimes I was running up to three events every month. And it was a really, really great way just to get my business out there, to get the name out there um, in the very early days and to, and to build up my community. So today I'm going to talk you through um, some things that you need to consider when you're running events. And also I'm going to share nine strategies with you that I've used in my business to, um, to, to make my events a success and to, to fill them and to sell them out. Okay, so first up, there's a number of things that you should um, keep in mind for creating and hosting sold out yoga events. So the first thing really is just, is just to be clear on what it is that you want from hosting yoga events. So what are the benefits for your yoga business? What is it that you're trying to achieve? Are you trying to build your community? Um, are you trying to grow your network? Um, are you trying to make more money? Are you trying to position yourself um, as an expert in this particular area? What is it that you're trying to achieve from, from, from using events in your business to grow your business? And then the next thing to do is to brainstorm all of the different types of events that you could run, okay? So you could do workshops, you could do seminars, you could do day retreats. There's lots of different types of events. Um, you could run a day festival. Um, you could, you know, do like a partnership event where you have lots of different partners attending. Um, there's, there's so many different like directions that you could go with your events. So have a think about, um, you know, well, just brainstorm, write down lots of different ideas, whatever comes to mind. What concepts have you got um, for your events? And then once you've got a list of events, you want to go out to your, your students, to your regular students, and you want to ask them, you want to validate some of these ideas. So talk to your students about your ideas, maybe send out a survey. If you've got, you know, if you've got an email list already, then send out a survey to your email list and get some feedback on some of the ideas that you've got because you don't want to start running with an event, um, an event idea, and then find that nobody's actually interested in that idea. So make sure you get some validation. And then the next thing to do is to research and contact 
potential event partners that you could work with and I'm going to talk more about that in a little while and also to research and contact venues and locations and again I'm going to talk about that in a little bit more detail shortly so that's event partners venues contact lots of different people lots of different organizations and um, just start sending lots of emails out and getting some some feedback there and then um, you want to spend some time creating your promotional strategy. So this is really important. Think about all the different ways that you can promote your event and start implementing that. And then once you actually host your event, make sure you take lots of photos and videos because you'll need this to share after the event. And then after the event, you want to gain feedback and testimonials. So there's some, there's 10 things there to just keep in mind as you go through this process, okay? And there's actually a checklist. I have this on a checklist um, that I can offer to you um, on my website. So if you go onto my website, you'll find this as a, in a checklist format, it's the yoga events checklist. Okay, so let's move on to the meaty part of today's um, training call. And the meaty part is um, the nine strategies that I'm, I'm gonna share with you um, today for selling out your yoga events. So if you've been in my community for a while, if you've been following um, what I've been doing over the last few months, you'll know that I'm all for taking your yoga business online, okay? If there's anything you're gonna do as a yoga teacher, taking your business online is one of the best things you can do. But when it comes to growing your local community, okay, so where you live, events are the best place to start and in fact events can actually work alongside your online business strategy and here's why okay so if you're thinking about taking on your, your business online you can actually use events hand in hand um, with that online business strategy so first up you can test out an idea so if you've got an idea for a workshop or a theme or a concept you can test it out in person during an event um, before creating an online version. So this works particularly well if you've got an idea around a workshop that you could eventually take online. You can test it out in an event format in person. You can also record the entire event, the entire workshop, and then use that as part of your online offering. And you can, event, you can invite your event guests, so the people that attend your, your event, you can invite them to then come and practice with you online. So that's a really good thing to kind of keep in mind um, if you are wanting to take, take, take your teaching online. So, um, but even if you're not, you know, considering kind of teaching online, hosting yoga events is a great way to quickly grow your community locally and to expand your network and also to make money, to bring money into your business very quickly. So I'm today I'm sharing some strategies that I've used to sell out at least 20 yoga supper clubs and multiple themed events here in London during the first two years of my business. So as I said at the start of today's training call, um, in the early days, uh, when I first launched Good Yoga Life, events were my main focus. And I used to run an event called Yoga Supper Club. And like I said, I've, I've run over 20, 20 of these events. And I've run multiple day retreats. 
um, different themed yoga events like hip hop yoga events, disco yoga, all you know, really kind of fun um, evening social, yoga social events. And you know, by doing this, I really became known in London for hosting these types of events. And there's a number of things that I did to sell the events out. So one of the key strategies that I used was working together with partners, okay? So a partnership strategy. And working with partners to create and to host and promote events is one of the best ways to get known and to sell out your events. Now, you need to be mindful in the choice of partners that you want to work with. So you should ask yourself, are they aligned with my own values? Is their audience similar to my own? And do they have a larger social reach than my own? Okay, so keep these things in mind. And, you know, looking at um, potential partners in the healthy food space, uh, maybe restaurants that you could partner with, um, wellness products, you know, these are all kind of obvious partners to work with. But you could also look at clothing brands, um, look at, you know, media outlets such, such as uh, yoga magazines, maybe partnering with yoga studios. Um, and also, you know, don't forget about other yoga teachers. You can easily partner with other yoga teachers to run these events. But do think about those things that I, that I mentioned. Are they aligned with your values? Um, do they have a similar audience? And is their, is their audience bigger than yours? Um, so this is really, really great place to start when you're kind of running events, okay? And honestly, in the early days for me, for growing my own business, this strategy was key for me, absolutely key. You know, it really enabled me to get my message out there. The partners that I worked with were sharing the events on their social networks. They were sharing them, sharing them out to um, their email lists. And it really is just one of the best ways to kind of expand your network, expand your reach, um, reach new people that wouldn't necessarily know your yoga brand um, and to get your event in front of the eyes of you know new people so for example um, in the first uh, well it must have been the second summer that I was running I secured a partnership with um, I secured a partnership with benefit cosmetics and um, benefit cosmetics were running well they were hosting a um uh they they turned a boat on the thames into a benefit boat so it was an amazing experience for their customers they could come into this boat it had like three levels there were cocktail bars there were restaurants there was lots of different activities and events going on and every week i was hosting yoga classes on the top deck of this boat throughout the entire summer. So throughout a five month period, um, I had yoga, yoga classes there every single week. Now, Benefit Cosmetics shared it on their social network, on their social media. They shared it out to their email list. It helped me to grow, um, you know, my own email list to my, my social, like my Instagram was growing every time that they sent something out. 
I would get hundreds and hundreds of new followers. So have a think about who you can partner with, have a think about who might be also running larger events that you could input into. Once you start thinking about this and start doing some research online, you'll find that there's lots of lots of opportunities and it's just up to you to take action on those opportunities and to reach out to those partners and start to create relationships with them. Okay, so please do this. It's a great way to, to build to build your community. The second strategy is to be unique. Okay, so there are lots of yoga events out there, right? There's lots of different, there's lots of teachers and studios who are running workshops, day retreats, all sorts of different things. You only have to go online, research for, you know, um, yoga events in your area and you'll find a whole host of things. So when you're crafting your event and thinking about what your event could encompass, you want to make sure that it's, it's unique. You, it's really super important to be uni as unique as you can so that you can stand out from all of the other countless workshops and all day intensives, retreats, other yoga events that are taking place in your area. So you wanna make sure that your event is different. And you can do this by focusing on your niche and finding something that excites both you and your ideal students, okay? When you can find something that you're really passionate about and your ideal students are really passionate about, that's your sweet spot and you should build your event around that, okay? So really dig deep here, find out, you know, work out what it is that's unique that you can offer and find something that will make your event different so that you can put a unique spin on it because this is what's gonna make it so much more special, okay? It will help you to, it will help your event to stand out, okay? You can also make your unique, your event unique by finding a unique location or venue. So really get your thinking cap on here and come up with a list of event, list of venues, sorry, that you can make contact with. You know, and if you live in a big city, like if you're in London or wherever you might be, there are going to be so many opportunities here when it comes to events and venue, when it comes to venues and locations. It's just up to you to get online and to reach out to your network and to send lots of emails out to different venues and find out if there's opportunities to host your event there. Okay, so the more unique and special your venue is, you know, the more um, opportunity you have for it to stand out as well. Okay, so this moves us on nicely actually to strategy number three, which is about getting featured, okay? Because if your event is unique, then you're more likely to get it featured and to have it co covered online and in print by media organizations. So magazines, newspapers, online magazines, there are lots of places where you can have, where you can get your event featured. And, you know, my events were featured in lots of different magazines and online blogs, including Time Out. So Time Out is a good option because it's pretty much worldwide. Lots of different cities will have Time Out. Um, and also Grazia Magazine. So um, Grazia Magazine actually sent a journalist to one of my events to cover one of my supper club yoga supper club events and it was part of a feature that they were doing on um 20 somethings 
swapping clubbing, swapping their clubbing life for more healthier lives out, uh, nights out. So they were actually doing a feature on this. And because I'd already established a relationship with Grazia, because I was already sending them information about my events, that highlighted me and they reached out to me to see if I had any events coming up that they could attend and feature. Okay. And at the time I was, I was running these yoga supper, supper club events every single month. Um, but the important thing is here is that you need to build relationships to so to secure features like this online and in print you, it requires you building relationships with the right people and you know the best place to start with that is to do some research so go online and then open up a spreadsheet create a spreadsheet of all the different magazines and newspapers and online blogs that you would like to be featured in and then go onto their websites and look for the names of journalists find email addresses look for their Twitter accounts. All journalists have Twitter accounts. This is a great use for Twitter if you're not using Twitter already. You know, you can tweet these journalists, you can invite them to your event for free, obviously, and um, you can tell them about your event. And hopefully, you know, they might be running a feature that coincides with what you're offering, okay? So don't discount this because it's a really great way to get yourself featured in Time Out and to get yourself um, on featured in online blogs and uh, in magazines and who knows you may may find yourself being featured in the type of feature that I was for Grazia magazine as well okay but build the relationships build the um, build the list build the list of people to reach out to and then every time you've got an event make sure that you send them out a press release about your event okay don't miss that part of your promotional plan because it's super important okay strategy number 4 is to highlight the benefits okay so one of the best ways to promote your event on social media and you know to your email list is to highlight the benefits of your event so every single event, event that you run has features and it also has benefits. So features are things like the date of your event, the location of your event, the name of your event, the time of your event, the price, they're the features. And the benefits are the things that people can expect to, um, to uh, experience from your event. So it could be that, you know, your event is giving people the opportunity to um, catch up with their friends and spend time with their friends. So definitely for the types of events that I run, like the yoga supper club events, you know, I have a lot of people that come to those events and they, you know, they might come with their friends. Well, usually they will come with their friends. And more often than not, one of them is really into yoga and the other one is a newbie, is a yoga newbie, but has come along with their friend as an opportunity to try something new. So again, that's another benefit but also because maybe they've not seen their mate for a while and after they've done the yoga class, they can sit down together and enjoy a meal together, have a glass of Prosecco and catch up. So the, you have to kind of think about, you know, what is it that people get or gain from coming to your event and how can you create a list of benefits that you can then share 
on social media and to your email list. Okay, so have a think about that because um, sharing the benefits is actually the best way to promote your event um, and it's a much better way than just stating the features excuse me just stating the features of your event okay strategy number five is to use video okay so video is a great way to entice your community to attend your events and you know if this is your first event then quite like you likely you're not going to have any video yet but that shouldn't stop you from getting on Facebook Live or getting on Instagram Live and talking about the benefits of attending your event. So this is a great way to start by using video to promote your event. And of course, you know, Instagram and Facebook, they favor video, they want you to use video. Um, so you'll, you'll, get, you'll get more reach, you'll, you'll reach more people who are following you through the use of video. So make sure you get on video, guys, definitely use it to your advantage. And then during your event, you want to give somebody, one of your friends or, who, or maybe another yoga teacher that you're working with, you want to give someone sole responsibility for taking lots of video clips at your event, okay? Make sure you do this because after your event, you're going to have lots of clips that you've captured, lots of little mini moments that have been captured throughout your event, and you can upload all of these clips into iMovie, which is a free software for your computer. You can upload it into iMovie, and then you can... Um, Merge them all together and create a little video. It just needs to be even a 30 second video, a one minute video um, that will help you to promote your next event. Okay, so really super important. Do not forget about this um, because you can use these little video clips on your social media. Um, even if you don't make them into a bigger video clip, like a, in iMovie, you can still use them as separate clips on your video and again it's more engaging you'll get more reach um, when you share them out share these clips on Facebook and Instagram so don't forget that it gives someone sole responsibility so that it definitely gets done okay so strategy number six is to go cross platform okay so what do I mean by this so as well as as well as promoting your events on your um, website, so you should have a page that's dedicated on your website to promote your event, as well as doing that, you also want to make sure that you use event platforms, okay? And there's a number of different event booking platforms that you can use. In fact, there are tons out there. But two of the main ones, and um, two of the ones that I use, are Eventbrite and also Billetto. Okay, and um, these are really good options for getting your events seen by new people. Okay, because people use these event platforms to search for events. So when there are people in your area, say you live in London, might be going on to Valletta or they're going on to Eventbrite, they're using the search functionality to search for yoga events in their area. You want to make sure that you're there. Yeah, you don't want to just solely put this on your website, you want to make sure that you're also on these booking platforms because you're going to reach new people that are looking for yoga events, okay? So make sure that you're there. The only thing with this is that it does mean that you have to manage your bookings 
a little more carefully because of course Eventbrite and Valetto aren't going to sync up together. They're not going to integrate with one another um, because they're separate booking platforms. So you want to make sure that you know if you've only got capacities for say 30 people in your event, you want to make sure that you're keeping an eye on how many bookings that you've got coming through on these event platforms so that you don't oversell. Okay, so um, the other great thing about these platforms is that they send out um, emails, they send out emails to their customers. So Eventbrite um, and both Boletto, both of them send out emails. So today actually I've had an email from Boletto and the title, the headline, subject line for that email is um, recommended picks in your area okay so recommended events in your area so if you make contact with these booking systems and create a little relationship with them uh, and ask them if they will feature your events okay I've definitely had my, my events featured in these emails but it's up to you to to take action there you know if you don't reach out to them if you don't contact Boletto or Eventbrite or whichever uh, booking platform you're going on how are they going to know about your event and how are they going to know that you want to get it featured so ask the question you have nothing to lose and again it's another great way to reach new people and to reach people through their email list okay and extend your reach okay so, uh, what else did I want to say on that? Um, oh yes, of course. So you want to make sure that when you're um, creating these pages, so that when you're creating your website and you're creating the event page and the um, Boletto page, that the information that you share always focuses on the why first, okay? You want to focus on the why because most yoga teachers that put events out there, they focus first on the features. So we've already spoken about this. We spoke about the features, we spoke about the benefits. You want to focus on telling people why they should book your event, okay? Because this is the information that's gonna get them excited. It's gonna encourage them to read more. Um, and uh, so focus on the benefits, focus on the why they should come uh, first. And then also, if you can, include some testimonials um, from previous students who have attended your events and your classes. And don't forget to include a really strong call to action. So tell people how they can book and where they can book and you know, give them the pricing options. And that moves us on to strategy number seven, which is price it right. Okay, so strategy number seven, Price it right. I just want to say, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Don't underprice yourself, okay? Instead, look at how you can offer maximum value to your students, maximum value to your, your event attendees. Um, so how can you add more value, okay? Could that be a goodie bag? A goodie bag is a really simple way to add more value. Every event that I have ever done, has always included a goodie bag. And I go out on a goodie bag. I go all out, okay? So quite often when I, well, when I'm running events, I haven't run events for a little while actually because I've, I've been focusing more on Digital Yoga Academy, but when I do run events, on the weeks leading up to my events, I have um, the postman knocking on the door every single day delivering goodies from brands that I've emailed, um, told them about my events. And honestly, 
reach out, send those emails because there are so many different brands out there um, that have products that want to get their products out there. And if you are contacting uh, brands that are related, that are relevant, they need to be relevant, of course. So like, you know, wellness um, brands, um, brands that are in the wellness space and it's closely tied into what into your offering and to, into your audience. So you'd have similar audiences. Send them emails, and I promise you, you'll need, you'll need a storage cupboard. <laughs> you'll need a cupboard because you will get a lot of stuff sent to you. And make it as, as valuable as you can. Yeah, make it as valuable as you can. Um, this is a really great thing. If you can say, you know, you're going to go home with a goodie bag that's valued at £50, and, you know, the event has cost them £30, then, that, then that's great added value right there. Okay, so make sure you do that um, to add more value and um, to offer maximum value and, and to really think about, spend some time thinking about how you can craft a really high quality event experience and therefore you can charge for that. Okay, so charge your worth, charge what it's worth, don't underprice yourself and then use pricing strategies such as an early bird, an early bird offer to encourage people to book as soon as your event comes out, and also a special deal for friends booking together, okay? So for friends booking together, give them a little discount and that will encourage you to get multiple, it will, it will help you to get multiple sales coming through really quickly. Um, the other thing I wanna say about pricing is you don't really want a discount, okay? Don't get in the habit of discounting your events because if you do that, then your students, your audience, are going to get used to that and they're going to expect it. So they won't book early because they'll think, oh, there's no point in booking early, early because in a couple of weeks' time, she's going to discount it. So I'll just wait and hold off for the discounted price. Try not to do that, okay? Instead, what you can do... Okay, said what you can do is um, run a competition. So run a competition on, on Instagram. Instagram's a great place to run a competition. And you could run a competition to give away a couple of tickets, okay? Do this if you're struggling to sell out. Don't do this at the start. Do this if you're struggling to sell out your event and you feel okay with offering up two spaces to your event. So the competition is you know, something like tag a friend that you want to bring along um, to this event. So therefore, everybody then starts tagging their friends. So that helps you again to gain more reach and to get more people looking at your events. Um, and, you know, if people are tagging their friends into, into your post, some of those friends may not have come across you before. So hopefully you'll get new followers as well. And, you know, ask them a question. So say, like, why do you want to come to this event? And then tag a friend to enter. And what you can do is every single, so obviously you'll pick your winners, but then every other person who has um, tagged their friend, you can send them a personal message with a discount code. And therefore, no one needs to see the discount. No one needs to see that you've discounted it discounted it it's only going to go out to those people who um who have entered your competition and it's almost like a little bit of a runner-up price okay so keep that in mind as well what else was i going to say about discounting um 
Yes, that's it. So you could also, um, again, if you're struggling to sell out, you could also um, share some discount codes with partners. So the partners that you've reached out, you know, for your goodie bags or partners that you may be working with um, more closely for on the event, you know, share a um, personalized discount code so the person make it personalized make it their name the, the brand's name that they can then share out to their email list okay so ask that it gets shared out to the email list rather than on social media get it shared out kind of almost privately to that group to that to that um to that community okay lo lots of ideas there okay let's move on number eight so the eighth strategy is to communicate make sure that you communicate with your event guests regularly okay so send them a booking confirmation email to thank them for their booking as soon as they've booked and let them know that you'll be in touch with them prior to the event with more details and then a few days before the event you want to send out almost like a logistics email to everybody who's booked okay and this email is going to have information such as the address you know how to get there maybe you'll have a link like a google map link um, with transport options, what time to arrive, what do they need to bring? Do they need to bring their yoga mat? Do they need to bring a notepad and paper? Um, what they should expect from the event, how long it's going to last, the format, the schedule. If, you know, if you're running like a day retreat, and I run a lot of these day retreats where there's lots of different things happening throughout the day, make sure people know about you know, the timings and what to expect and what they need to bring as well. Okay, it's really important that you keep the communication open and you keep it flowing and everybody knows exactly what's going on because that's going to help you to avoid you know, any issues with people not finding the location um, or not knowing you know, what's, what's going to be happening when they attend and so on. Okay, so it helps you, it helps you to manage expectations and that's really important because that actually leads us on to strategy number nine which is to get feedback. The better you can uh, manage your guests' expectations, okay, the more positive feedback you're going to get after the event, okay? So the only way that you can make your event, your next event, even better is to get feedback from the, the people that have attended your last event. It's the only way you can improve if you know what it is you're improving on, okay? It makes sense, right? If you don't know, if you don't know what you're improving, or you don't know where you need to make improvements, how can you then craft the next event and make it even better, okay? So, there's a couple of ways you can do this. First up, during your event, use any opportunities that you have during your event to speak to your attendees, okay? So, you know, when I was running the Yoga Supra Club events, this was a great opportunity for me during the dinner part, during the bit where we sat down together, to, you know, have a little chat with different people that I was sat with, and after the dinner when everyone was having a drink, to kind of work around the table and talk to people. And the sorts of things I would ask them was, you know, where did you hear about the event? And um, what other types of events, yoga events do you go to? What sort of things would you like to see, you know, next time? What sort of things interest you? And it, it would be very conversational 
but they would in my head I was definitely trying to pull information out of people and it's really important to gather that information face to face if you can and then another way to get more kind of formal feedback is to use a survey so all of these people will have signed up for your event so you have their email address so it's pretty easy for you to get on SurveyMonkey. I use it all the time in my business. Get onto SurveyMonkey and um, set up a little, a little survey that asks people, or ask people for their feedback on each element that was in your event. So if you're, you know, if you're doing, obviously you're gonna do a yoga class during your event, what do they think of that? If there's food involved, what do they think of that? What sort of things would they like to attend next time, any ideas for improvements, and so on. So you can keep it short and sweet. Um, you should also, at the end of the survey, ask for a testimonial, okay? Ask for a testimonial, ask them to leave their name and email address on the testimonial, or just leave their name at the end of the testimonial. Um, that way you can keep the rest of your survey form um, like confidential so they don't have to give their details if they don't want to um, but obviously you need their details for the testimonial so make sure you ask for that but what you can say is that you'll give them a discount code for your next event um, in exchange for their testimonial okay so give them something as an incentive to to get that testimonial but it's really important to try and get these testimonials another great way is if you know you were speaking to um, some of the people who are attending your actual event is to do a little video clip with them there and then you know at the end of the event say oh you know would you mind just doing a little quick 30 second video clip about what you enjoyed most about today's event and just get that little bit of footage keep it in your bank for next time for when you're um, promoting your next event uh, because that type of content is really powerful it's so powerful to have that okay so I think I think we've covered quite a lot here today and these are strategies that I've used in my business so all of these things that I've shared with you today I have used on a regular basis um, in, in my own business in good yoga life when I was kind of focused on running a lot of events in that business so like, like I said at the start, um, in the early days when I first launched, so when I first launched Good Yoga Life, I was still working full time in my marketing job and I was running um, yoga supper clubs every month kind of on the side. So I was working full time and then I started running. It's the first event that I started off with before I even had classes um, here in London, I started running events. So I started with this yoga supper club idea I was running it every month. Sometimes I was running three a month. I don't know how I managed that at the time, but um, I was just so excited about the whole concept. This is like three years ago now. I was so excited about the whole concept um, and idea of Yoga Supper Club. At the time, it was very unique in London. There really wasn't anything else like that going on in London. I mean, now there are so many different kind of yoga brunches and, and yoga dinners and all sorts. But at the time, it was really unique. And um, yeah, I mean, within the first year or two i I'd, I'd notched up about 20 events and i really kind of got known in the in in london for for this event and you know i'd done everything i could to kind of get my event out there reaching out to all the media um 
partners, you know, making contact, making relationships with journalists so that I could get it covered, uh, working with partners, um, all of these things that I've been talking to you about today, really, you know, pricing it the way that I've, I've shared with you, getting it onto lots of different platforms, using video, um, and, you know, just doing everything I could to kind of get my events out there. And it really, really did help me to grow. It's when I look back, you know, I say I really kind of pinpoint events as the number one strategy in my business for growing my business at the time. Yeah, so make sure you get on it, guys. Make sure you get on the events, um, you know, get onto events and start using them in your in your business. Okay, guys, I'm going to hop off now, but thank you so much uh, for staying with me for the last 45 minutes, and um, I will see you all very soon. Okay, have a great day. Take care. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action. So join the Success Club, our monthly membership of online trainings, where you can get access for an entire month for free. Go to digitalyogaacademy.com forward slash success club.